It's the MMD finally here with another garbage cast. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. So, for a bi-monthly check-in, as I said, it's the MMD here with another garbage cast. I'm trying to catch up on pre-planned, sometimes pre-recorded uh, recorded segments of the garbage cast. I've, I've moved into that phase of podcasting where it's like the intent to podcast and sometimes an effort is made. But in terms of producing episodes, uh, not, not as much effort or, or energy is being made uh, in that respect. So I have some segments. Uh, I have some clips, some long, some short. But let's go chronologically. So... Last time we spoke, uh, MMPR 2023 had not happened. I was looking forward to it. Unfortunately, this year, I could not make it, which leads us into this segment here on the Garbage Cast. Okay. We're starting another segment of the Garbage Cast I'm MMD recording on my phone, and we have number one Riley expert here, my wife, trying to relax because I forgot to put away some things that should have gone in the fridge in the fridge. So now she has to play her therapeutic game of Dead by Daylight. She's been playing up the storm since. Nicholas Cage has made an appearance in the game. Now, if you're not a fan of this game, it is an asymmetrical horror game where you play the survivors trying to survive being brutally murdered by being placed on a meat hook and sent to the sky by a murderous row of different killers everything from Pinhead from Hellraiser to that thing from Stranger Things Maurice I guess he's called and uh, Michael, My Michael Myers is in there Freddy Krueger is in there I think still and then there's a bunch of original ones I tried the game I could not make heads or tails of how to play but those people who play it love it, and they play it nonstop. And my wife has been playing this game since it was on the Xbox 360, and is still playing it many, 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 many years later. Anyways, I'm too tired and lazy to go to record on my studio equipment so I figured I would just record this segment 
on my phone while she's rage gaming and then I will put it together in the studio later so this is the week of MMPR no I did not attend I was thinking of going the Saturday but then life happened and my dad had a root canal on the Saturday and I didn't feel like going as well uh, for the one day the Saturday I was thinking of just Ubering up there but there was just too many balls in the air to juggle I wasn't sure I would get there and be able to catch up with the entire group so I decided to sit this one out it was a lot smaller turnout than normal and having never missed one I figured it would be okay to miss this one this week my son had an appointment with the eye surgeon slash child optometrist the only one in the area uh, well actually it was a screening a pre-screening appointment so because he's the only one in the area, in order to optimize his time, he has a underling do all of the screenings for intake for him. And my son has uh, two cross or wall-eyed eyes. Um, sometimes... He has normal vision. Sometimes his eyes go in. It depends on how tired or excited he is. So we took him to the screening at Credit Valley Hospital. Luckily, his eye institute operates at a Credit Valley. And my wife is a Credit Valley legacy alum patient alone for all her medical foibles there so she's well aware of the system and the procedures in place so when it came time to have Riley last year she wanted to make sure she had him at Credit Valley so at least now we're really well aware of where to park and how to pay for parking and what's the cheapest deal. So we're not like having to learn their system and procedure of doing things. Now it is a part of the Trillium Health Network, which I believe Brampton Hospital is a part of as well. But I think... The Brampton Hospital and the Mississauga Hospitals are technically separate. Anyways, we went there. Five minutes later, our child was assessed as requiring the corrective surgery. Now, what this entails is they would 
anesthetize my child, put him under uh, general anesthetic, and then they would cut open the whites of his eyes. I guess they would do one eye and then he would have like some time to recover and then do the second eye. So they that they done at the same time? Yeah. But then wouldn't he not be able to see for a few days when they have to cover his eyes? No, if he'll be able to see they'll just put stitches in that dissolve. Oh, and so they don't have some pain. Like they so. don't uh, put an eye patch on? No. To protect his eyes from his hands? No. Okay, we're going to have to get some more information on this. <laughs> to me, it makes more sense that they would tape... Why would they put him under twice? Because hands are always, babies are always touching themselves. So I figured they would like put an eye patch and pack it. Anyways, they would cut open the white of his eye in a specific place and manipulate the muscles of his eye and manually correct it pulling it in tighter and making his eye pupil face more outward. He does have a bit of time left to naturally correct it, but it's best if it's done before a year old. It's more strenuous recovery if it's done afterwards. But because he's a preemie and he spent the first two months kind of just sleeping all the time, he has a couple of months where his eyes could grow to correct themselves if his brain developed further and his head got bigger. So with that information weighing on me, And my wife wanting more time to be with Nicolas Cage. I figured I would stay home. And not go to MMPR. Oh, my wife has an opinion. Let's hear this. You have something to say? No comment. No comment. (laughs) You know, she made a big deal about Nicolas Cage. And then she got Nicolas Cage for $12. And all he did was come with a few outfits, and then his perks were not good. And then, speaking of which, as a casual observer of this game, it seems to be games of nobody is Nick Cage, and she's the only one, because there's four other players, or three other players, or everybody's Nick Cage. There seems to be a division between the cage and the cageless. You're either for or against. Um, and tomorrow, today is Sunday, we have another appointment with Riley's uh, family doctor to go over the results of his ultrasound for his torticollis or the uh, crooked neck 
I don't know what you would classify it as, like a syndrome, because it is technically a malady or an illness, but it is one that you correct with uh, physical therapy. However, the pediatrician said that would go away, but the pediatrician was originally referred to us, or referred to... Riley was referred to because of his umbilical hernia. And then he kind of went through the whole Riley history of maladies. And he was more worried about his small head being the fifth percentile of babies than he was with the umbilical hernia, the torticollis. He did recognize at least that we needed to get in line for the eye doctor so we can be in the queue at least to have the surgery because that was a couple of months ago if we'd waited. If he had waited on that, we we wouldn't make the one-year timeline. So, most likely... Our general practitioner will say, oh, he's fine. He's going to grow out of that. So we're going to try and get another appointment with the pediatrician to kind of touch base and go over the existing problem areas, uh, the hernia, and the neck situation. Um, I don't... I think he has more range of movement. He was pretty stiff. So he recommended we just do stretches for Riley. Um, But I think he's going to need more intensive uh, physiotherapy. Which... I think the only baby physiotherapy program it's in Rampton the pediatrician said it's like uh, Bramley City Center or Peel Hospital or something just in Peel I know there's one yeah just in Peel I don't know about Halton resources they're not really like super like educated on what's going on outside of the region. My son keeps dragging his really floofy face on me while I'm recording this. He's probably gonna jump on me. You didn't let them know which son? The non-human son of mine is dragging his stupid floofy face. I thought they would be able to hear the panting. Maybe all they're here is Nicolas Cage. Alright. This has been 13 minutes. I'm going to call this a garbage cast segment. Um, Is there any other important updates that I am forgetting? About writing? About anything. Um, I'm back in a D&D game. For now, as long as my wife keeps permitting it, 
She threatens me every time I cause her grief. She threatens to pull my D&D credentials. He loves you and he wants to be with you while you play video games. He doesn't want to sit down either so you can see. Sit down, boy. All right. Ah. What are you doing? Sit. Good job. Good boy. Good job. All right. So, for the garbage cast, this is MMD. Another segment is in the can. All right. So. That gives you the rundown of basically the week of MMPR. Someone's popped the door open behind me. So there's going to be a little bit more wind noise. As the dogs have figured out how to maneuver the door. Fun fact, it's actually taken me almost a month or more to record the follow-up. So next week on the 28th. We have the follow-up appointment with the eye doctor. Oh, it's Darling. Just standing there like a ghost. No dog fights. Hi. You opened the door and you made it noisy. Move your butt or come in. I don't care. Pick one. No, you can't stand in the doorway. All right. Bye-bye. Good boy. We don't actually have, um, like, central air, AC. It's all... um, room air conditioners and uh, air movers. You know those big like turbo shaped fans that they use to dry out uh, places so they don't get mold? Um, Those really industrial fans. Not those big metal round ones. They're like snail shaped. Uh, They make a lot of noise, but they move a lot of air, and it makes it actually... If you set up your room air conditioners correctly, you can kind of, like, redirect the air into other zones. So we have an air conditioner in the master bedroom. We have an air conditioner in Riley's room. And we have air movers around. So I'm, I'm being gassed out, guys. There is a dog in here farting up a storm and I have no recourse so on that note this episode is brought to you by Mountain Dew Fruit Quake Dew with a blast of artificial fruitcake flavor this is going to be gross almost as gross as a dog fart but I will try to keep this down I found this at the convenience store and I said Why not punish myself on an episode of the podcast?
What does artificial fruit case fruit cake taste like? Oh, it's not putrid and disgusting. It's actually quite drinkable. It's like Mountain Dew. And then there's a little bit of cake-like flavor. And then the vague rendition of fruits. It's actually not bad. I like it. It is strange to be drinking a Christmas-themed soda now in the, in the middle of... Oh, end of August. But it is not disgusting. So there's that. Um... Let's uh, move on from that shocking conclusion. Um, Let's play a song. So when I was a kid, one of my favorite records that we owned was Was Not Was uh, Walk the Dinosaur. I don't know if we had the whole album. And to this day, I I love this song. I I know the guys in, in your ear holes have an opinion on it. I'm really liking this album. Hello, Dad. I'm in jail. From Was Not Was. Um, it's got a solid rendition of Papa Was a Rolling Stone from The Temptations. Um, and... There's obviously uh, Walk the Dinosaur, but then there's another song called Out Come the Freaks here on the Garbage Cast. Sexy cha-cha, let her go. 
So that was Outcome the Freaks by Was Not Was. Did not expect them to be as subversive as they were and or are. I don't know what the state of the band is. I did not expect songs like Outcome the Freaks. Uh, it's a little bit more risque than Walk the Dinosaur. So I'm going to say Was Not Was. Go dry off. Cool down. Sorry, I'm just trying to live vicariously through the, the the soundboard. Again, still a little sad that I missed MMPR. I missed getting to experience my favorite jet dryer at the Stone Roads. At least this time, though, from the recordings that I did hear, not many of them featured that special jet dryer. All right, so in the recap or the catch-up clip that I played you earlier, I talked about D&D. I'm in a game that's based on Magic the Gathering, 
I subscribe to a a, a paid D&D Discord server. So you pay a monthly fee, you get uh, four sessions plus of any game or games that you want to join and will have you. Uh, so there's different, like, uh, there's a free tier, there's just a, a Patreon tier, and I'm, like, mid-tier. And most games are mid-tier. Um, there is one Australian guy who's in every single game on the server. I think there's, like, 10 or so games. There are games that are that start 7 a.m. Mountain, or so Eastern Time. Um, there are other games that are starting Mountain Time. There are games, obviously, Eastern so there's, there's a game going at all times, pretty much. Uh, so I play on Fridays. I joined a, a two-shot session that was supposed to start uh, last week, Wednesday. Didn't happen. Now it's Sunday. Uh, this Sunday, that just passed, and then now it's been bumped again to uh, this weekend on Sunday. We start the f- the first session at level twenty, so it's the chance to actually play a fully evolved character. I'm multi-classing as a fighter slash druid, so I'm taking a level five fighter for that action surge, multiple attacks, and then I'm I'm doing a cleric for healing. I really appreciate, sorry, I have a lot of gas from the fruitcake soda. Um, I really appreciate being able to try out different games, see if I like them, see if I fit with the group. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm in a space where I'm like very outbursty and then sometimes I don't say anything at all. And and sometimes I'm in a, a more silly mood and sometimes I'm like... Let's get down to business. So, of the different campaigns I've played, uh, I like the group. I don't think I have any issues with the DM or the house rules. Okay, so let me pull up Discord. Let me see if I can get that. We were discussing D&D on the weekend. Because uh, Shane Burley has a podcast where he is basically, uh, him and his friend discuss D&D. And they don't really get the idea of a session zero. They come from a different perspective in D&D. They are playing with friends or friends of friends in person. Like very few of them are remote um, it's much easier to, to get to a common understanding. So we were going back and forth in passing notes in class on the Discord server about D&D, and he sent this, or he said this. Hey, buddy, you, you want to play some D&D? Here, man, here, come on to the alleyway. Yeah, I got, uh, 
got some stuff here for you here. So here under my left jacket, uh, here you go. I, left side here, I got uh, I got some dice. I got some, uh, some mats. You know, the ones that are really nice and really kind of, you know, let your miniatures, uh, you know, really soar. And uh, over here on the right, I got, uh, I got some uh, lack of DMs and courtesy. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all, all yours for that. Uh, food, a regular, a regular thing, your food that that's gonna go on forever, and you're gonna you're gonna play real well, and uh, it's gonna go great. I hit the wrong button again. So basically, he doesn't see the the purpose of a session zero when you're playing with randoms and you're trying to size up people, uh, see what things would be triggering. Um, you know, there are some groups where they were just, where they were just like nothing political and then you were good to go. I played in some groups where there's a homebrew rule, homebrew, there's a house rule. Uh, you only gained a level after you complete, completed a hundred percent of an area. So guess in which campaign do we never actually complete any areas except for the, the initial starting zone? Um, it was like a, a Lost Minds of Fandelver campaign. We got to the cave, we finished that, we got to town, saw the Red Brands, ignored them, left town, went in search of, of the main mission, uh, Gundren Rockseeker, uh, went off to one of the, the targets midway, didn't finish the zone, moved on again. Uh, we went and track, tried to track down the goblins. So, in short, we were like level two until I left the campaign. Um, our, our flighty attitude made it impossible for, to gain a level. And then there were some games that we were in where anytime I would ask, because it's a game of cooperative storytelling, uh, sometimes you need to be like, can I do this in this situation? Because sometimes there are story reasons for why a thing might not happen, or, you know, the door is locked, or so on and so forth. So... They were a DM that was really big into um, play our agency. However, anytime I was like, okay, can I check this door or can I do this? Like, I, I'm looking for more information, not so much like, can I do this or can I do that? Um, but they would be like, oh, can you do that? I'm like, ah, there's nothing more infuriating. I'm not like the best D&D player to ever live. I don't, I'm still learning the ropes. I don't know everything characters can and can't do. Um, I finally tackled the action economy. Like I, I know an action, a reaction, a bonus action generally. And, and what things generally constitute each one of those. But, you know, we were in a, a jail and I passed a door that was off to the right constantly. We had a map. So it wasn't like 
I was completely unaware of what was going on. But, you know, I peeked in a doorway, saw an armory, and then as soon as I got in there, I ran into a sentry beholder. And then I immediately... It was a prison break scenario, and I immediately tripped the guards. I was able to think on my feet and get out of there with the mission objective. However, I had had enough. I couldn't take any more. Like, if I ask, can I do X or Y in, in a session, it's because I, I want more information. I, I generally am trying to figure out what are my options, and I'm, I'm looking for the other players to weigh in, like, to give me some additional, not motivation, but, like, weigh in on the decision that I have to make. Is this a good idea? Should I do this? So I, I ask, you know, can I do this? Not so much to ask the DM if they will allow it, but I, I want other people's opinions. This was a doomed D&D campaign. It was a high session. We would plan endlessly before, during, even sometimes after the session. Um, like one shots that would supposedly take one or two sessions became two or three. And we would lay out plans and then everyone would just do their own thing. Uh, eventually I had enough and I had left. Um, so what I was trying to convey in our discord thread and in passing notes in class is session zeros are a very quick way like session zero. And if you're playing paid games, like a free session, a very quick way to ascertain if you would get along with the group, if you would get along with the DM, if they do anything in particular that really is like a pet peeve or an annoying quirk without outlaying too much money on a game that you're not going to stick in or stick with or like is there I've played a few paid campaigns a few freed ones I can generally see when uh, a group or a campaign is going to stick around for a while. The last, like the last thing I want now in a D and D experience is to get used to people, to get used to a DM, to get used to a setting, and to invest in a character, and then boom, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and that's why I stopped playing free games with randoms. Like as soon as things got going and as soon as I got into it, boom. Uh, we don't want to do this anymore. I'm, I'm looking for that ideal long-term campaign that goes on for years. That would be, that is my dream ideal or goal. All right. That's enough about D&D. I have one more clip that I recorded on my phone, which goes a little something like this. 
All right, everyone. It's Tuesday, the fifteenth. Wait, you really had to check of August. You didn't know it was August fifteenth. I forgot what month it was. All right, I'm old. It was like it was September. No, it's August fifteenth. You forgot when you got married. No, I remember when. Well, then you should know what today's. Date I don't is. remember that today is the date of the marriage. Like, you know how like time, so that you experience all moments at the same time. You just perceive them sequentially. Well, I couldn't remember if today was the day we got married or our second wedding, uh, wedding anniversary. Our wedding anniversary is the same date as when we got married. I know That's that. That's what makes it a wedding anniversary. I understand That's that. That's why we went out to dinner today on the day. Yeah, but I didn't. Anniversary. I was like, are we celebrating it or do we just get married? What? Time. Anyways. It is our wedding anniversary, Tuesday, August 15th. And I wanted to make sure I said it correctly because I tend to get flustered. Because we're trying to record podcast. It's pouring rain out. We're on a country road in Milton trying to go back to Georgetown. Baby fell asleep. We did not bring any umbrellas. And we had our anniversary late, late, late lunch. Because it's only 4 o'clock. I refuse to call it dinner. We have... Linner. We have dinner. Okay. We have dinner with us in the form of a pizza we're taking home. We went to East Head Mario's, and I used to eat there all the time, so I wanted to see what was the deal. My wife hasn't ever been there, but she likes Olive Garden, and she wanted to see if it was like her precious, precious Olive Garden. Now... Doesn't even compare. Wow. Does not even compare. So, we're stuck going to Winnipeg. Buffalo. But there's one in Winnipeg. Winnipeg is Canada's Buffalo. What do you think about that? I think we better get our passports. <sighs> you really love this Olive Garden. Whatever it is exactly like East Side Mario's when you go there again. It won't be. Because... I've had pasta at Cheesecake Factory and it's just as heavy a brick as this pizza or pasta carbonara. So is most carbonaras. I always got the menage a trois though. A delicate. The soup salad. No, it's like chicken parmesan, lasagna, and fettuccine alfredo. What do they call it? The trio, maybe? Maybe the trio. <laughs> the menage a trois. 
I'm not sure anyone has ever. Okay, How but do you then, say it to me in Italian? But you pronounce it with French. Oh, manger is also... Yes. French. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, but they do have now unlimited... All-you-can-drink lemonade now if you buy it. It's a lemonade iced tea. And it has... We are assuming, like... Uh, what is it called? Peabody Butterfly pea Butterfly Pea flower tea Yeah Cause then that turns it purple I have one out of half of those I have to pee So do I And then I had a Scallop bacon carbonara With the optional um, Scallop skewer In the Early days Olden times, they would give you bigger scallops. Now they give you like little ones. What are they called? Bay scallops? And there were like little bay scallops in throughout. Um, and then there was like a spring onion and then a heavy, heavy cream sauce. You had. Was it roasted garlic, chicken, fettuccine Alfredo? Mine was like twenty six dollars. Yours was what twenty two? Yeah. And then we got mozzarella sticks for twelve ninety nine as an app, and it was what six cheese sticks? Nine. Nine? Okay, nine. There was three layers of three. Yeah. And they were stacked in a like pyramid instead of bunched up in like a fry container. And then uh, we bought a 10 inch take home pizza. Came up to about 110 ish. So the prices haven't really jumped a lot, but the portions have been shrunk substantially. When I used to go there all the time, in the, the days of half price apps at the bar. What? It stopped recording. Oh. It stopped it thought we weren't talking. Yeah, with all your pregnant pauses. What are you talking about? That wasn't pregnant pauses. I was actually talking. That's weird. I have to listen to your podcast. Time is 100. Speed? Speed. So it's like, oh, 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 Damn pauses. Wow. You know what? I'm just going to put this episode out. Out of spite and work backwards. That's fine. I don't care if this sequential order. I don't care if you care if this sequential order, listener. We are almost... In the, we're in the Georgetown city limits, but we're. So this is the Trafalgar Park, and I think the dog park is here. Somewhere in the back. We should go check this area out. It's right. Um, yeah, and the park. truck monitoring stations up there, and then the the country course, the golf club, country course, the golf club courses over yonder. Know, 
No, we're going a different way. Nope. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. See, this is the sign for Georgetown. This is unincorporated Georgetown. That's Georgetown proper. Yeah, on the way out. Yeah, you just didn't. You're focused. We were going to go to the superstore in Milton, but then the baby got really cranky because he'd been up past his three hour expiry window and he was getting close on, on top of it. So he's like very agitated and fidgety and rumbly. Um, what would you rate the food out of five stars? Um, mozzarella, five. Despite the small portions, huh? I love them. Everything else, three. Oh. I rate my drink a five. I rate your drink a five. I really like the lemonade, yeah. I would say my pasta, a two. And the salad, a three. I would definitely drink their lemonade. The bread of four. Bread is still good. It's smaller now. So what is that average out to? Three? Three and a half. Um, yeah, the pasta, though, I would say probably a two. I mean, normally I get the three cheese capoletti. Oh yeah, that house is a castle. But it's one of those like long houses. I like the gray brick. Uh, you seem to be always attracted to the the gray brick buildings. The rain is coming down hard. Because I wanted them to get the ambiance of the rain. Not everyone is you and listens to it at 100 <laughs> times speed. I didn't even know that was an option. Oh, the sun. 23 minutes. He slept. And I've been recording for a little. It's okay, Riley. We're almost home. 5, 6. So that means 6.30. He'll go to bed. Yeah. 6.30-ish. I mean, we're almost there. We have to just pass Main Street. This is the dog park. Yeah, we turn onto a mountain. But we have to wait for a break in the rain. Well, you can just run out and get an umbrella so we can take him inside. I don't want him to be in here. Yeah. I think we need to get like a, a rain thing to go over the car seat. I thought you had an umbrella. No, remember I had put it by the front door and it said we should bring this umbrella? Yeah, that's the one Antita gave us. That, and then we never brought it. Yeah, I never brought it. She, that's from her trip to the Egypt exhibit. Yeah. She had to bring in our cake. 
Mm-hmm. It paused again. Oh. In the middle of us talking. Oh, for how long? Uh, it was at 12-something. So at least 40 seconds at most. Or at more. But it's just... If you're not directly under a tree, you can hear the rain. Just You're in the turning lane. Oh. What? Yeah, you drift into the turning lane. Just careful. It's a lot of rain. You can't see. Oh, that guy's getting soaked. It's. Gave the umbrella to his daughter. Yeah. Being a good dad. So there's the dog park. Then there's this Centennial Park or whatever it's called. And then cemetery. It's a lot of green space. I don't know if you can at cemetery as a green space. It's Dominion Park. Oh, sorry, Dominion Park. Do you remember we used to go to Dominion Park? Yeah, they have the lights during Pokemon. Christmas. And we used to play Pokemon there, too. I'm sure you could still probably play Pokemon there. What was that app called? Pokemon Go. Oh. So they took down one of the stoplights. And they put up the temporary light. Uh, it's broken? It must be broken. Yeah, there was police out here. When? Last week or you the week before? I told me I was a remember. That truck. You wanted to turn right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to pee so bad. Easy to leave, hard to come back. Some people prefer the overpass. Are you to some people? No. I didn't ever know which street to get into to go the right way on the overpass. I feel like you need to have a better understanding of the neighborhood streets. I've only lived here eight years. I could do it, but could I guarantee do it? Like if I had to pee and I needed to get home ASAP? No. Amazon came or something. No, Carter's. <gasps> the shipping is so fast. It sent it out yesterday. Yeah. So exciting. Too excited. So yeah, we have an anniversary cake that we got. And we had an anniversary dinner that you got. Thank you. I'll make an anniversary cake. What? Is this supposed to be your whole plan? Second child already? No, you have to go back to work. Back to work. Second anniversary baby. How dare you? 
I don't even think that's a funny joke. Second anniversary, baby. We need money for the first one. I don't have my keys. You don't. You didn't bring your keys? No. That's just he's chill. It's just I, chill. He's chill. But you don't have gas to chill. Do you really need me to go fill up your car? I do. Okay. I'll go. It gives me an anxiety. I'll do that for you. Thank you. No problem. Let's go repot my plants. No, we're not doing that now. It's pouring rain. They're dying. Well, rain. I don't see no bug. I mean, I have to build a shelf. It's going back and forth. Okay, I'm. You're gonna make a break for it? I need you. It paused. To... Okay, so let's just stop it. Okay, so that was our ride back from the anniversary dinner. We got a, a cake, it was an eight inch Fiero Rocher cake. Um, from La Rose Bakery in Milton. It was great. Uh, not having to share it with anyone but my wife. I'm definitely not looking forward to when I have to share it with kids. Hey! Shut it. It's a carpet. You're not going to make it any more comfortable scratching at it. Okay, so... I think that covers... All the clips that I have saved up uh, to record. I'm going to play out one last song from Was Was Not Was. Hello, Dad. I'm in jail. Here is... uh, Let's choose... Let's go with Listen Like Thieves. On the Garbage Cast.
That was Listen Like Thieves from Was Not Was. Hello, Dad. I'm in jail. Actually, in a bit of serendipity, on August 11th of this year, Boo came out. Uh, a 12 a twelve song uh, Was Not Was album. I don't know if it originally came out this year, but it is either been released or re-released uh 2023 uh with some tracks like semi-interesting week it's a miracle big black hole needle tooth need i say more crazy water green pills in the dresser party party marty these are amazing amazing artists uh, still as great as they were back in 1992 when the Hello Dad, I'm in Jail originally came out. One of my favorite bands, for some reason, uh, was not was. Don't listen to anybody who says they're not great. They clearly don't know what they're talking about. So, for the Garbage Cast, it's been a long one, at an hour and five minutes. I've been MMD. And another one is in the can. Dump it.